0: Bad girl. They buggers is
1: Buggers over here.
2: Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh, no! Aaron Harrison.
1: Beyond police. We did it. We beat those British We pastor. beat the British. Second, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhaust. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people! Woodson from the gun, play fake, step it up. He's throwing deep
3: down the near sideline. He's got
2: Johnson. Play, down, four, touchdown, Kentucky!
1: Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on! Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and
2: Roush.
3: Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you, October 6, 2023. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call on Roll Big X Sports Roll Radio. Cow. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. On your Friday, we made it to the end of the week. Wow, we did week it. The week went by quickly for me, which is good news because I'm very excited for the sports weekend. So that worked out well. Hopefully, it went by Quick for you. It can go by quicker when you go to Thornton's to start your day off on the right foot. Go to a Thornton's and make sure you download their app and become a refreshing rewards member. Nick Roush, how are you?
1: Doing well. Doing well. Uh, excited for a big weekend?
3: Oh, uh, yeah. You're hitting the road today.
1: Yeah, right after the show. So it's always, uh, I haven't done this in a while. How's I'm the car? Uh, not hitting the road in my car. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's not, not great, Bob. Not great.
3: Yeah, not not an ideal situation. We'll Steve, figure it out.
0: How are you? I'm good. I uh, got plenty of sleep last night thanks to a boring Thursday night football game in which, man, did, did not see that coming from the Bears. Did not know they even had that in them. So, so yeah, are we 0-1 on the picks of the week? I believe so. Yeah, I haven't, haven't looked officially yet, but I think I am. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I went Washington last night. But I, I slammed the over, so I won a little bit of money last night, so that was that was good. I don't know what told me to bet the over, but I, I did, and I'm happy I did. So, yeah, overall, I'm doing pretty good.
3: Yeah, I also was on the over. I used my little profit boost that they're always giving out just to make me want to put more money on it. Yeah. Although sometimes... I do the profit. Like, I, I was actually going to maybe spend more money on it, but I get the profit boost. I'm like, all right, that's probably good enough. I'll, I'll just <laughs> leave it at that. And then the bet hits. I'm like, oh, shucks. Well, <laughs> I'm happy to get the additional money, yeah. I suppose. My my friends who are very smart very, smart, very much smarter than, than myself, admittedly, they have won, like, thousands this week by not, like, rigging the system, but just by being smart with, like, bonus bets. And they're, they're doing, I'm on DraftKings, and they're doing most of it on FanDuel. But they have they have just dominated. Um, putting, like, you know, spreading out their free bet money on pretty lucrative props and whatnot. Uh, they're doing, it, it's incredible, like some of the screenshots they're sending over to the group. I need to get in on their, I need to just have them write it down for me what they did. But they figured out a pretty good way to just guarantee you extra money on your bonus
1: your Right, right. Like, Doing what I should have done yesterday and do Bearman's money line. I was sitting there staring at it, and I don't, I just, I don't know why I didn't pull the trigger.
2: Yeah. and it's,
1: in I did the thing too where, you know, uh, Brooke took the boys to our parents yesterday, so that they're, they're having a long weekend in Ohio. It's uh, her fall break for JCPs, and I'm sitting around. and I'm like, I gotta have some action. Tops minus six, of course, easy bet. Even though they were up thirty five to seven at halftime and won 35-28. five twenty eight, we're closer than we liked. But I I was doing the thing where I was trying to research and it's like, well, I I heard Trevor and Rutherford were both were on the Bears. And I'm like, I can't, really? Like, come on. I I can't. Trevor's already talking about he's pro-bullying. I can't be on the same side of Trevor on two issues at the same time. So it was was very concerning. So I, I ultimately... I ended up finding the stat that uh, first half unders were like hitting at a sixty percent clip. Oh no! Uh, so I did that, and yeah, uh, DJ Moore just blew that out of the water. And that's that's what I'm. This is a learning process. Sometimes gut smarter than brain. Let's go with the gut.
2: That,
3: that's that's what's been conflicting me on the Kentucky Georgia game all weekend. The, the back and forth guts. Uh, well, just one singular gut, but it has switched. You know, how cows it feels have two guts. Out how. Uh, do they? Yeah, that people forget. There's the two stomachs.
1: I think it's like six actually, but oh, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tomato yeah. potatoes. Yeah,
3: is what I always say. Yeah, I'm sick of the bad Thursday night football games. And Washington made it somewhat interesting. What well, riverboat Ron is a fraud. What a we gotta coward. take away yeah. the nickname. I mean, we should... he's just Mister
1: Ron for now. I, can, I... I still can't believe he kicked uh, PAT to go to overtime last week instead of the win, Uh, two-point conversion.
3: On the road, at Philly. (laughs) What are you doing? I cannot believe that. It's so silly. And then a smart decision to make a two-possession game, a two-possession game when you've been down the entire game. What are you thinking? But you don't kick a field goal in that spot. It was uh, coaching malpractice, and and, and he's now, sadly, it's been a couple weeks in a row, Scoots.
0: Yeah. Not a good coach. I, I honestly, I'd never heard the name Riverboat Ron. Really? So that's new for me.
3: Yeah. Well, Roush said yesterday, you're not a football guy. So,
0: so maybe he was right. I got offended for nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was his old uh, with the Panthers because he played so aggressively. Now he's just kicking field goals to make two possession games. Two possession games. Once I
3: found out that Dick Buckus died, I was like, Bears, oh, Bears ain't losing. Yeah. That, I was, which I didn't find out till like the broadcast. I don't know if I just wasn't it was a pretty busy day, but I don't know if I wasn't on my phone or just missed the news or what the dealio was. But I was like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, that's, that's
0: yeah." Bad. I, I was watching was Good Life. I was watching the pregame and I saw that, and I was I was inches away from texting Spears and being like, "Hey, I'm gonna change my pick. There's no way the Bears lose." But I didn't. So here we are, zero and one. All good. You'll have a hot.
3: You'll have a hot Sunday. That's all that matters.
0: Thirteen and one finish coming right up.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Scoots, how, so you you had a nice Thursday. You got a good night's sleep. I did. Uh, I was speechless during the book conversation yesterday. You said you got some chapters in yesterday.
0: Yeah, read chapter two. Uh, Harry's uh, brother's birthday, and they went to the zoo, and that's when he took the glass off the snake cage. Oh, so,
3: so it's starting to get. Magical. Yeah,
0: that that last night was the first chapter where you can really start to see Harry's power. Oh boy! Oh man! So it's gonna get good, and it's gonna get good in a hurry.
3: <laughs> did you watch the shows you needed to catch up on?
0: I watched Survivor.
3: Yep, I, I sure still, did. I still haven't watched it, but you all are free to talk about it if there's anything that.
0: Nah, there wasn't really much to talk about. There is a fun like uh, adventure that they get to go on. That one was. Oh, what they
3: climb up a mountain for the nine thousand? Yeah, but
0: there's and there's a puzzle at the top, but the drama surrounding it was so good.
3: Okay, well, I'm sick of the mountain. The mountain's now going on like... <laughs> they, no, they, they didn't go they didn't yeah, up the mountain. It, yeah, it wasn't a mountain. You're yeah. right. It was not a mountain.
1: And actually... Like
3: the big walk thing that they yeah, do a million times different. every season. And time. yeah And so we is. really got
1: to know each other on this walk. Yeah, I mean, like, it More different. than
3: just being on the campsite with each other for that much time.
1: I will... Uh, you, you, you did see the premiere, though, right, TJ? Yes. I will give them credit. I like that instead of... Like, they're pretty much guaranteed to get their flint after losing if they just did the challenge. They gave him a challenge so hard that none of them won.
3: Yeah, but like, was it that hard?
1: I mean, they wore him out, and then made him do a mental thing that nobody could do. I I like that they combined them both.
3: I, you know, I couldn't figure out the mental thing just from watching on TV, but I don't know. It's pretty wild to me that you could have. It was like you couldn't
1: just like lift it up and move it. But I think they were just tired, and you know, the
3: the first amazing race, they had a very easy word puzzle. It was like you had to you had to decipher these letters for where you're, you were heading next, and it was City of Angels. And they were in Los Angeles, so maybe it could have been tricky for people because, like, that's the City of Angels. But I guess Thailand has a City of Angels or something like that, and that's where they were going. But it, they had, there was, like, eight teams, so 16 people. And for an hour, they were looking at the scramble. It was so easy. And there was a couple teams that would just go right up to and be like, City of Angels. Okay. And they'd go and they'd check, <laughs> and it was, it was wild. So I guess, you know, you get a group of people together, a puzzle, I think sometimes that can be contagious, like the brain not working. Yeah, yeah. A little group thing
1: where everybody just kind of – Oh, there's so many listeners heinous. mad
3: at us talking reality TV right now. <laughs> <laughs> On oh, oh, no steam Day before Georgia. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, uh, I'll, I'll I'll take us over the other morning programming in this sports town. Uh, speaking of other radio shows, Roush, for like the first time in a year, I did another radio show. Wow. Uh, like I did a radio spot yesterday. You did a radio yet? I did a, the Chuck Oliver
1: show. Unbelievable. Oh, you, you've been on uh, I love the Chuck Oliver show. He's
2: it's, got he's,
3: His voice always takes me back. I've been on it a few times, but it's very so – like great. Every, it, every time I hear it the first time, it's like I get a little rattled. I, you know, I've been doing radio for over – a decade
1: now uh, for thirteen years. Well, he just got this Georgia like, oh accent. He goodness, just comes in real. This is really SEC radio. Now, now, now up. listen here, TJ. What, 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 these, these Kentucky Wildcats.
3: I don't know how they how they still have my number in the uh, in the rotary, but they called me up and I was happy. They, I was they happy also to talk.
1: Have, um, I believe the guy that does the intros for them is the SEC Network voiceover guy, so it feels even bigger.
3: Well, they, the whoever the guy was, maybe it was that guy. The voice did sound somewhat familiar when he called. He was like, "Hey." Uh, you're going on checking, you know, just the general like producer voice scoots you're familiar with and maybe our radio listeners aren't, but they're very friendly and they're nice and they're saying, hey, basically they're agree It's like the when you get to the hostess stand at a restaurant, they're just kind of getting the four one one, just getting you ready to go. Uh, but this person was like, all right, well, we'll get you on here in a moment, but can I, why are you shadow banned? He was like, that was crazy trying to find your Twitter account. Like, you know, I, I texted you yesterday, blah, 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 to set this up. I, I, I was wondering if you deactivated your Twitter or what the deal was. I was like, yeah, man, I don't know why I'm shadow banned, but I know you're not. I hear a lot of that. It's really hard to find me. I'm the bad boy at Twitter. He was like, that was crazy. I'm sorry you're going through that. And then he patched me through. <laughs> um, but we, we got to talk UK, Georgia. It was exciting. Chuck was like, well, this has been a really lopsided series. <laughs> I was like, well, the game's actually probably been a little closer than you think. And I think Georgia's been playing with their food to a certain extent. But UK, if they get a two-point conversion with about 11 minutes to go last year, it's a one-possession game in the fourth quarter. Any UK fan would take that. Uh, yeah, I mentioned the Lynn Bowden game and the rain game, how that one mm-hmm. the score was back. That game was actually closer than the score indicated. Right, right. And then, of course, UK had current U of L tight end play quarterback and lost fourteen to three. You think if you have <laughs> you know you're if you have anybody else maybe a quarterback, you potentially have a chance to make that game semi interesting because the defense certainly was on the money during that pandemic season. So I, I had to correct him on that, but it was a good time and it really has gotten me even more pumped up for the UK Georgia game. We're going to talk obviously a ton about it. Roush, are you sick of talking about it yet?
1: no 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 not yet not yet um although this is maybe
3: the most you've ever talked about a uk football game
1: yeah yeah it probably is i did 30 minutes with some about. georgia guy i did 15 minutes with sec mike two hours every day here yeah
0: you do a and, million
3: other podcasts yeah uh-huh. yeah
1: um and uh
3: don't but,
0: forget about stingray
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Stingray had me on the other
3: day. Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and that that always ends up being like two segments or something. And that's um, not even
0: counting all just
3: like the small talk you've had just with non-media people. Like you oh, talked, yeah. you've had, you've talked about this game a lot with friends, family.
1: My dad asked me about Brian Robinson the other day. I'm like, Dad, I, I got, I got, you know what? I you, you've watched all the stuff. I can't, I can't say anything. Else. You just linked him. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, there is something that I'm. I, I don't know whether the. He's actually no I'm just gonna go ahead I I want to talk more about that game but I also want to know what Mark Stoops and Rick Patino were talking about last night oh my gosh broke the I, internet I just I don't I don't know what what
0: wow wow where were they in the same place
1: uh it was a fun I believe it was a fundraiser or else they just know um, common people but I, I think it was a fundraiser at like a steak dinner a steakhouse in Lexington that's mm. what it looks like
3: man. What do we think about this? What do I think about this? Uh, my I, first reaction was just with my tweet, Mark Stoops in his Ohio accent, just telling Rick Patino to kick Cal's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't mind you knocking
1: him down a peg or two, okay? <laughs> you, know what, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wouldn't mind I mean, that one bit. I mean, I just, I can't. Because at the same time, you know that they're both going to try to like Show the other one that they're the real big shot in the house, right? Like their <laughs> egos, uh, yeah. And like Stoops would do it in a, I, I would, you know, he's got the uh, the Youngstown kind of bully. Whereas like Rick's gonna try to like, like I, I think Rick would have been like flattering, you know, like I think he would have just talked about how great Mark was like, well, back when I was winning championships here back in 1996, you know, I, I bet he was just throwing in subtle, like, things like
3: that. I, I bet Mark Stoops was the alpha in this strictly because it was in Lexington. Like, yeah. y- you know, it ain't Patino's Lexington anymore. I bet Patino was more of, like, the, oh, it's it's cool meeting you. And I'm sure Mark was super respectful and reciprocated, reciprocated it, but I'm sure that he was probably like, well, hey, this is, you know, I'm, now the bourbon horse guy here, <laughs> <laughs> and I—I
1: I wonder too. So he, he said it was with Rick Avare because I remember his son played for Rick at U Yes, correct. And then he was involved was with the TBT team, Evan I think. Steven or something, Dylan. Like that. Dylan, correct. Um, and I—I I believe he's still pretty active around uh, uh, Lexington. Like Drew Franklin's had some odd encounters with him, just like, oh yeah, you, you're your uncle Rick. Yeah, not a big fan of me. I don't think they're related, though. Uh, but nevertheless, the Savari guy is a big shot in Lexington. He's pals with Rick. So I, I'm I'm wondering if he's the one that was like, Mark, I want you to meet somebody. And then he's brought over Rick. Vitale. Right, right, yeah. Um, and
3: then Rick with, like, a super nice tweet, he was the one that, that sent it out. Did Stoops, did his Twitter account do anything with it?
1: I doubt it. Stoops doesn't, you know. He only uses that for, like, wanting for to make statements or, yeah. like, a retweet every.
3: Yeah, I wild stuff, and then there's you did see the take scoots of people saying, "Is this a shot at Cal? Is this, <laughs> is this disrespectful to John Calipari?" And I, I, I of course the answer to that is no. Yes, but yes it is. <laughs> but but people that are gonna probably like go over the top on it. On the flip side, if Calipari took a picture with Jeff Brom like people would probably absolutely go bonkers on Calipari for doing such. And I don't know if Jeff Brown would necessarily be the best comparison, but I don't know if you can get a perfect Rick Pitino comparison. He's a pretty layered figure when it comes to yeah. UK fans and just sports fans in the state. Really sports fans all over the globe. But no, it's not a big deal, folks. And if you think that it is, you're a dork.
0: Where was Cal? Uh, no. I wasn't
3: a, a Lost and afraid or naked and afraid or Alaskan frontier. He's probably in an
0: in-home visit with Boogie Fland if I know him at all.
1: Really, what he's doing? It's been how he's been sitting most of the
0: time. By the way, UK still may not end up getting him. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up on message boards yesterday. I don't remember what show I was doing that they brought this up, but yeah, they're apparently on UK message boards. They think they're he's all going to India. Yeah, no
3: chance of Spears' show. I don't think it was. I think, I think it was on that. They Matt. were talking about this on UK message boards. Yeah, right. He didn't even know what a message. <laughs> I think is. it was Matt <laughs> Dennis's he's still show. Stuck in chat room. <laughs> Although I guess
2: Matt message boards probably were be me- Yeah,
1: isn't? Yeah.
3: But I was. Doing instant messaging before I knew what chat rooms were. Yeah. But then I think that's how I found chat rooms. ASL? Everybody remembers the good old ASL. Uh,
1: uh,
0: uh, Man, those
3: dash A-S-L?
1: See, I never did that. What? Yeah. He also
3: had a pretty sheltered childhood.
1: Yeah, I mean, we just did the... Real censorship. The instant messenger stuff. We didn't really get into chat rooms or anything.
0: It was a weird concept.
3: Well, you know, back. it's like a good thing that you didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah those, are, those, were not, those were not good places. It was, what, age, Although, I think most e- people were pretty innocent early internet, but there were still obviously some predators. A is
1: age, S is sex, and what's the L? Location. Ah, mm-hmm. gotcha. Yeah. More well, you know? Good times, Scoots. Great times. I still don't know what Rick Pitino and Mark Stoops would talk about.
3: Yeah, they talk about bourbon, horses, Kentucky, Lexington, chasing tail, all the good stuff that guys talk about. You know. That's exactly I mean, what they're talking locker about. Locker room talk. A little boys talk, sure. But gosh, boy, do they all look just so happy. They're cheesing to the extreme. I don't think I've seen Mark Stoops smile like that
1: I well, you since know what the L win in 16. What I need to see is um, Mark Stoops' blazer collection. He's really just stepped up his game.
3: It's only going to get better in time. Yeah, and I, Can you imagine when he's like Rich Brooks' age,
1: the, the blazers he's going to be pulling off? I I just don't know. Like, every week he comes out and you're like, man, can he pull that off? And you're like, actually, he's pulling it the hell off. Good for you, Mark. Good for you.
3: Good looking group. Bet they had a lot of fun. And if we want to have a semi-serious take about this, which we do not. Oh, I'll
1: give you a semi-serious take. Oh, go ahead. I just, I I like Patino back in Lexington. Is that, like I, I, I like that he's comfortable being back around, because like let's not kid ourselves here. Rick's getting old, and he he is no, but like he, I mean yeah, he looks like the Grim Reaper for like the last ten years. But he is the most significant figure, sports figure of our lifetime in the state save Kentucky, right? Won championships at both I mean, schools. Probably like, Muhammad Ali. But in a you
3: know, you know, like, like in that their we,
1: Prime. That we watched, yeah. Like yeah. we didn't we didn't see Muhammad Ali, really, you know. So like I mean we saw him. But, but it was I him. mean, we didn't Buy even him. Right. Um so like having Patino like, I, I, I just like having him Because that's just what we grew up with. Oh, we, media, grew up we grew up loving him, we grew up. Oh yeah. You <laughs> had your factions, it was great. Calipari was better
3: when Patino was around, both like via media, but also just on the court too. Oh, I, I agree with that. Most, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it'd probably have to be him. It, we'll see how the Calipari story ends. Could be Calipari as well, potentially. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rick Patino, when you've done at two different places in the state, that that's pretty significant.
1: Yeah. I mean, one of my first sports memories was being so sad that he was leaving UK and then just hating him so much when he went to U of L. And he was there for like fourteen years. He was there about as long as uh Yeah, he's there a while. Uh Cal has been at Kentucky at this point. So I just I, I like having Rick around. Um, and I, I, I like he he just says some stuff that like you used to really shake your head at it, like Walk would just lose his mind over it. Now I'm like I miss like Rick, hyperbolic Rick, you know. Uh, best shooter I've seen since Tony Delk. And stuff like that. Yeah once, yeah,
3: once everybody, I think, understood the script, it became even more enjoyable of like, oh, yeah, this dude's just going to talk out of his butt, but he'll be, what, you know, how how deep inside can he go? Because saying Mike Mara was the best shooter he's ever seen <laughs> is one of the most ridiculous things a coach has ever said. On par with Tom Crean saying Yogi, or uh, uh, who's the little white guy? Jordan Horty Holes. Jordy Holes was an NBA point guard. Oh, God. I mean, you can stick up for your guys, but there's got to be some sort of— somewhere. Yeah, yeah. we, yeah. we, we we've got to just
1: keep it in reality. I mean, how did Tom Crean coach Jimmy Butler and Dwayne Wade? <laughs> Wait, what? In what world? Victor Oladipo. Yeah, and sorry, Scoots, but Oladipo's no Jimmy Butler or Dwayne Wade.
0: Um, he would have been had he stayed healthy. He could have. I mean, I yeah. just, would he have been,
3: though? Well, he could have been Jimmy Butler level. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Injuries have really
0: derailed his career.
3: But, yeah, it's crazy when you put it that way.
1: Oh, and also uh, DJ or Edwards. What, what? Oh, yeah, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, he to yeah. yeah. Anthony Edwards. Like, what? What? Tom Crean. And Severe Wheeler. People <laughs> forget that. Is Tom Crean still going to be doing college basketball? I don't I, know. But
3: anytime I, I think of Tom Crean, you know, sometimes you get, like, pictures in your brain when you think of somebody. It's always him doing that stupid little licking his lips thing. Really, I hate mm. it. Like, he's like, do you see him doing
0: yeah, I, I see what you're doing. <laughs> he always licked his lips. He did.
3: There are people that are big lick lippers. He's a he's a weird guy. Not me. My only like semi-serious take is just I do think it's worse for UK basketball and to what de like to what degree probably not enough that it matters obviously cuz UK's recruiting really well. We'll see how the 2024 class comes together, but Obviously Cal's a a great recruiter. He's gonna he's it'll turn out okay. I can almost guarantee you that. And right now it's looking like they don't we don't know exactly how it's gonna end up, but I can tell you how it's gonna end up. It's gonna end up pretty well because he's good at that. But he doesn't do the old schmoozing anymore. He's just past that part of his life. He doesn't care to do it. Yeah. Like I'm not saying that he needs to be out at a horse event for or a bourbon event or probably both, but uh, fundraisers, and he'll he'll do his own charity stuff, which is always great, and we're always appreciative of, but it, it'd probably be better for the basketball program if he still did that like he did more in the early days. But, you know, such is life. He doesn't. I just think it'd probably be a little bit better if he did. But what if he would have been there, ran into Rick Pitino, those two take a picture together? Only thing that would maybe break the internet more than Mark Stoops and Rick Pitino taking a picture together would be John Calipari. Yeah, yeah. And, well, oh, oh. All three of them. (gasps) That would have been great. Be like one of those central bank. He likes going to bed early, and uh, yeah, or he's at Boogie Flant's house because it does seem like he's been recruiting him a ton. All right, we need to hit a break. We'll come back. We'll get more into the Georgia Uh, UK talk. I'm pumped about it.
1: One of the guys in their pictures is uh, Luther Deaton. He is the he's the central bank guy who like spends. Oh, that's who we
3: need to come after about that court logo.
1: Yeah. He spends so much money. He, if you look at the ham breakfast like winners over the years, like it's just like Luther Deaton just throwing money at this ham. At He's a fam. big ham guy. Big ham guy. Goes ham on some ham. And also, he goes to the like alumni one or like, uh, kickoff luncheon, and there's always like a line he has in there that's borderline inappropriate. Like, uh, y-
3: yeah. Well, give me an example. I love uh, borderline inappropriate lines. Yeah.
1: Good, good. Don't don't want to don't want to butcher it. Likes, I know, you can't. It's like his version of like trash talk, but it's like, uh, can you say that? I guess you can. But you gotta if you don't give us an example, Ralph. Uh, yeah, sorry, no, no, no examples
0: right, well, of be- Before we go to break, can you mute your mic on the meet for me? Thank you.
1: Appreciate you. Oh, well, we only waited till seven twenty nine to tell me. Well, right. no, it doesn't
0: matter like when we're on air because I don't have my computer pod up. But when I play the music on the computer pod, if that mic's undone, then I'll get volume from you all, okay. which isn't ideal. All right, why don't you just
3: worry about everything working for
0: a day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keeping the aliens. Fair enough, on our radio, No, fair I got enough. you, buddy. Fair enough. I got you.
3: We'll hit a break. We'll come back. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Roll and got
1: call? Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Yeah, I'm going to take
0: my home. Through the old town road I'm gonna
1: ride till I can't no more I'm gonna take my horse Through the old town road I'm gonna yeah. ride till I can't no more I got the horses, horses in the back a sound like got the is black yeah. a horse
3: What are you thinking, Roush? Trying to, to
1: sing along You can
3: sing Not without sounding like an alien by the way, Corey me. Price said that he may just start, or yeah, he he's gonna probably just start coming in on Thursdays. Well, cool, man. But it'll, it'll probably make the trivia segment earlier, in hour one. Okay. Right. Does that mean until we get the phones going? But we have I mean, we've had the phones not sound. Spears does the phones. It sounds fine.
0: Yeah. Yesterday, I didn't record his show on on my side of things. I just took the recording from over in the other studio. Um, so yeah, if I don't have, like I said yesterday, if I don't have that certain button push, we don't get the feedback, but they were in here working on it all day yesterday. So yeah,
3: I guess potentially then you, we could record per hour and one, you could just do one way. And then if we have a phone guest, you could do it the other way. Yeah, that could work. We got it. We cannot have the phone sounding like this. No, a big absolutely
0: business. not. Absolutely. And and for next Thursday, if it's not rectified by next Thursday, then yeah, I will just take the recording from over there. I won't won't record on my side. All right. Well, it just that if I don't record on my side, it just gets there's a delay in getting the podcast uploaded, which I want to try to avoid if possible. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Bro, that was okay. Justin
3: Kalen. He's the producer, making sure we sound great. Nick Roush. I'm TJ Walker.
1: Uh, I just, I really am rehearing your tweet of Stoops and his accent now.
3: Oh my gosh. Wouldn't mind one bit. Isn't that it? <laughs> 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 Even like the laughs and the okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. kind of you. a
1: little cherubic after, uh, you know, a little RD1.
3: The, you know what I'm saying. He's a big you-know-what-I'm-saying guy as well. Oh, well, So
1: there's a program now, TJ, for us big J's that wasn't around when you were, and it's called Otter. It is uh, an app. That is an auto transcriber. It's basically the one thing that we had been waiting on for years.
3: What and, was the uh what was the a, a stat, the one that they, ASAP. ASAP, that ASAP they would scripts, do but it was yeah. really expensive and
1: stuff. Yeah, so they don't do it as often. Yeah. It's usually just for like ga- big games that So sort of Otter goes. is the future. That uh, we were Otter looking is, at in 2013. Exactly. That's what we were always clamoring for as journalists and we use it now and it's it's good. Some of the miss-ups are very funny. So like basically, it just gives me a paragraph to like, all right, I hit play, and then I can just kind of edit as it's talking.
3: So instead of like typing word for word, you're just probably switching out a word every other sentence or something.
1: Yeah, and the, but the big That's thing nice. that you don't realize is how many times people say, you know, or mm-hmm. like, like uh, there's just a couple little things that- Oh, I, we do it all the time on this show. I probably lead the charge on it. And you never transcribe like when you were doing that yourself, you never transcribe it, but they transcribe everything. So that's one of those that you, you kind of notice uh, a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it it does make uh, life a little bit easier though. So that's been that's uh, been real convenient. Um, and yeah, I digress.
3: Kentucky basketball starts one month from today on the dot. Wow, there's a, there's a meaningful game. Is They'll get some
1: exhibitions in uh, October and November. But- Scoots, can we guess the first opponent of Kentucky's season?
0: <laughs> no shot. No shot. Is it? I'm, I'm stone- still in football mode, Ralph.
1: Is it Stone Mountain?
3: No, they
0: don't Stony play. Hill. They
1: don't play a Stone Mountain, and they don't play a Stony Hill. Mm. Stony Brook. They play like a team that I don't think is Stony a Brook.
3: Team. No, they play a Stone Hill. Stone Hill. Isn't that what oh, he said? Stone he said Hill. Stoney. Stone Hill. Ah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that so, the first game? But, Stone Hill? No, it no, certainly oh, okay. isn't. No, it's not even the second. Yeah, one, I, don't, game. I don't
0: even know. Couldn't tell you. New Mexico State. Hmm.
3: Oh. The Fighting Zach September coming into Rupp Arena, his homecoming to the state. That's a big one. Wow. He, he was a, a classmate of mine at St. Xavier, and we both have gone on to big and great things. He left Tarleton. He was the Billy Gillespie assistant, and now he's over to New Mexico State. He bounces around like crazy. He's been it's a, it's he's a been million places. This. He was a JUCO head coach. He coached uh, L. Ellis in JUCO <laughs> and uh, then took assistant jobs in D1. He obviously wants to be a D1 head coach. I bet it happens sooner rather than later. But that's the first game. A month from today, it'll be here before you know And especially if
1: football keeps rocking and rolling. Right, right. And uh, one week from today, Big boy Madness. Oh, yeah. that um, yeah. It, from, it It's just a nice reminder. Like, ooh, okay. Basketball's back. We don't have to sweat out Zvonimir Ivicic anymore. Thank God. Um, although he's not officially here yet, so it'll, it'll be nice. Like what's what? The first picture of him on campus is gonna be fun, and it's also gonna be fun that there's gonna be a lot of college kids like posting pictures of him on social media because he is going to stand out. Like it was, it was one thing when it was, you know, Anthony Davis. But the seven foot four Croatian, I think, is is even more just like,
0: oh, how's, whoa. how's he get taller every time we talk about him? I feel like he started at seven foot, then he went to seven two. Now you're saying he's seven foot four? How tall is this I don't, think, I this don't guy?
1: think he's seven. Foot. I think he's. I don't growing. think he's seven. He's a growing young boy, He's really seven. He's been
3: seven. drinking his milk. That's going to be a running bit on KRC. It's just <laughs> exaggerating
1: his height. Oh.
3: Really... He's a
0: seven six footer, the, or seven footer, I, sixer. I do that oh. in the
1: depth chart with Dion Walker. I just change, oh, he's like seven foot nine, <laughs> three hundred, <or, laughs> like seven hundred seventy seven pounds. About every that other actually week, may, be, that may be legitimate though. Yeah, yeah, he be, he's a big he's a big boy. People will be like randomly tweet
3: at me and they're like,
1: "Whoa, Dion got big." I told mm-hmm. Chuck Oliver
3: he may be the best player in the SEC.
1: Oh, I love that. Chuck didn't respond
3: to it, but I could only imagine maybe him eye-rolling. I was like, (laughs) he's going to be playing on Sundays. He may already be the best player in the SEC. Love that. Yeah, it was a good time. Speaking of really tall white guys, Gabe Weiss. Dude's got the
1: biggest feet. Man, your tweet made me laugh, too, TJ. You were just on it yesterday. (laughs) You were really on it because Jack shared a picture of this Washington County kid, Gabe Weiss. Um, It shows a picture of him at a basketball camp with Cal, I don't know, seven, eight years ago. And, you know, he's just a kid, right? Probably 10, 11 years old. Well, they show another picture of him with Cal, and instead of being a head shorter, he's a head taller than Cal. Yes. And what did you tweet, TJ? I
3: said, maybe Cal is just much shorter. Because when you look at the pictures, it almost is like it, it makes it, – it's one of those, like, optical illusions
1: sort to of deals. It makes Cal just look like a little baby in one. And they wind up, I mean, it's, it's in a basketball gym, same spot. Yeah, you just, know, they, beer, I mean, it, it's
3: it's perfect. It was really funny. There was another really funny quote tweet of like, <laughs> I think it was from Blake Spears. Uh, what did he say? He was like, how long was Gabe on campus? Because the tweet said he was on, he was on an official <laughs> visit to Kentucky today. Jack didn't say, like even <laughs> allude to the... How long was he like, <laughs> <laughs> Jack didn't allude up. to like, this is a picture of him from 2012 or something like that. It wouldn't have been 2012, obviously. <laughs> but... Yeah, uh, some funny funny tweets. Imagine funny tweets just,
1: from Jack's original tweet. Just being, just, yeah, he's just taking a seven-year unofficial. <laughs>
3: Scoots, this isn't going to surprise you, but uh, Indiana really wants Gabe Weiss.
0: Oh, I wonder why. Interesting. I hadn't heard that name. I was wondering who Gabe Weiss was. I mean, I kind of was able to deduct it, but.
1: Yeah, um, I've never heard of him uh, until yesterday, Jack Sweet, I think he's in, one of the leading scorers in the state. Can you enlighten me? So he was a freshman
3: last year, I believe? I, I don't know much about his game or anything about him. I just know that there's this kid from Washington County that people are saying is going to be the best player in the state. 6'7"? Uh, now, now that Reed Shepard's gone, it's. Uh, I think Gabe Weiss even put up some... He's he's been putting up crazy numbers.
1: Ooh, he's a mixed media artist living in the Bay Area.
3: Wow, what can't this kid do? <laughs> no, I don't know much about him at all. If somebody cubist. does on the Thornton Sex Line, bring it on in. No, that's funny. Fun day on the old social media. Uh, Not that anybody can see my tweets, but they're six, out there.
1: Six six one seventy on twenty four seven. So class of twenty twenty six, that would mean he is a sophomore. Correct. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I was right. He finished up his Freshman year, year ago. Got offers from LSU and Iowa and Nebraska, I think, this week. Oh, nice. Cincinnati, Illinois also issued offers. So, uh, starting to blow up, I'm assuming.
3: Oh, yeah. Iowa. They probably couldn't wait to get their hands on him. Nope. Nebraska. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Let's talk some football.
1: Let's do it. Football.
3: Oh, by the way, a buddy of mine said the intro and outro music sounds like it's being played through a phone sitting in a solo cup.
0: Yeah, they uh, <laughs> they did some things with my computer sound. So, yeah, the intros and outros will sound funny today. Hopefully, it's fixed by Monday. Oh, my goodness. Hopefully. I've had a nickel for every hope
3: no kidding. and wish in this place. No kidding. I would have a,
0: a couple bucks. You'd get you a couple of Thornton's uh, 32-ounce sodas.
3: Yeah, I could. Uh, this was actually hilarious during the break, and this was 100% genuine. But Roush is wearing his Shady Ray's UV long sleeve shirt that mm-hmm. protects you from the sun, but is also like the most comfortable shirt you're yeah. ever going to wear. It's
1: white weight, but long sleeve, which is my kind of... I
3: I don't... I You know, I know we were making fun of Rick Pitino for being hyperbolic, but I think I mean that. That's the, uh, maybe the... I think it's the comfiest shirt that I own. It is so comfortable and it protects you from the sun, but I think we just naturally wear it more when it's a little chillier outside because we're programmed to do such. But... Roush is wearing his. He looks great. He got the pink salmon one. It's the same color I got. Scoots, is it the color you got? No, I got gray. You got gray. That's yep. right. I wore mine yesterday, and Roush is wearing his, and I said that. I was like, oh, yeah, I wore mine yesterday. And Roush said, oh, I think Scoots may wore his yesterday. That's funny that we all wore them like unknowingly and Scoots comes in here, and he says almost the exact same thing to Roush. He's like, oh, good-looking Shady Ray shirt. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And I told Scoots, I said, yeah, I wore mine yesterday. And he said, oh, I wore mine on on Wednesday. So three consecutive days, the Kentucky <laughs> Roll Call boys unknowingly wore the same Shady Ray shirt, Roush and I the exact same color, Scoots a uh, uh, nice-looking gray. That's how great they are, folks. It's just you want to wear them. They're comfortable. They're great. Shady Rays is more than just sunglasses, and you can save a lot of money when you use promo code X at checkout. Promo code Big X at checkout. For the fall, we're still going to get some sunny days. It's going to cool down this weekend, but and I think it's going to be a little cool for a couple days. But there's still some 70s in the forecast in the 10-day when I was looking at it. You're still going to be out in the sun. Perfect for golf as well. Wear your Shady Rays UV shirts with your Shady Rays sunglasses. They've got amazing products across the board. ShadyRays.com, promo code BIGX for 40% off.
0: Isn't this the part where I say I only wore it because I needed to do laundry? That's not true, but that's that's what you all think. Why would we think that? Because you, you said I always rip our sponsors. Oh, yeah,
1: you do always rip our sponsors. <laughs> that's true. This his favorite thing to do. But ShadyRays, they're the best. And... uh they're ready. To, I'll be rocking my Shady Rays in Athens before the sun goes down. 7 p.m. kickoff. Greg McElroy. No, yeah, it is Greg McElroy, right? Uh, with uh, old Sean McDonough and Molly McGrath on the call. ESPN's B team in Athens. Haven't lost theirs at home night game since 2009. Back when the Cats did it. Forced four turnovers. And TJ... I'm I'm am ge- I'm feeling better about this game because everybody's on Georgia. The more content I'm consuming, it's this is the week that Georgia figures it out and gets it done. And I, I, I most of that is not based on fact. It's just their fa- they think Florida stinks too, and that Kentucky looks better than looks better just because of that. They don't think it's because Kentucky's actually a good football team. And when I heard some, they, they were they were sharing the scores of Kentucky against Georgia over the last four years. This is what Kentucky scored against Georgia: boom, 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 boom. And then they proceeded to say, "Well, yeah." And then I think Georgia's going to wake up and go out and score thirty-five. Oh, how many times has Georgia scored thirty-five against Kentucky?
3: Yeah, you're going just off that one podcast or whoever it was.
1: It was that podcast, but like Andy Staples, Bruce Feldman, Stuart Mandel, everybody's picking Georgia in the point.
3: Well, the CBS guys were mostly UK in the points. Is that I,
1: So that was one I hadn't seen.
3: Yeah, I saw that one uh, who Brent Sally tweeted it out. I clicked it. Yeah, most of their, they were, all of them picked Georgia to win. Not right, anybody right. picked UK to, to win, but the majority had picked UK to cover. I think only maybe two of them picked Georgia to cover. But I do agree with you that there is more of the sentiment that I think I had on Tuesday of like, ah, I hate everybody talking about how UK has been a covering machine this year and Georgia hasn't covered not and how UK has been covering against Georgia and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I didn't, and I was telling you, I didn't like that. But it has kind of flipped back a little bit where you do hear more of Georgia's going to prove it. I know Brandon Walker was like a big at barstool. He was saying that Kentucky's yeah. going to get smashed this week. So, yeah, you're, it's starting to kind of balance out. Water's finding its level.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, I know that that sounds like a very – like that's an easy thing to say. I, I, I used to love to when people would like tag me in tweets, like, look, they're picking against them. But I, I I do want the whole team to be watching college game day and have just a bunch of Georgia picks pop up. You know, like that, just to remind them that, like, okay, nobody believes in you. They're all doubting you. Like, I, I like that chip on our shoulder mentality, especially for this defense, because I really, I really think they're just going to kick Georgia's, the, the Georgia offense's ass. And the other part of me too, when I was doing my my research uh, on this Georgia defense, I knew they weren't good at run run defense. It's their seventh run defense EPA. They're bad. So there there is opportunities there, TJ. It's just can Kentucky take advantage of them? And that's ultimately my the the biggest thing holding me back is just like, well, they've had opportunities in previous meetings. They might get more this time. It might not be just one football lying on the ground and they don't jump on it. It might not be just dropping one touch. Like, there might be four or five that they, and maybe they get two or three of them, but I think you almost have to have all of them to beat this team.
3: Yeah. No, when you're playing number one, especially on the road, you're going to need to get it all together and hope that maybe a few breaks go your way. I think Scoots has been the one talking this week about how, or maybe it was you or me, all of us, about how it could be a special teams play on Brown, he's important for that exact reason to be playing. Do we have an health update?
1: We don't, because Mark Stoops is keeping it close to the vest. Um, we'll see this that um, uh, he he opened his final Thursday remarks by saying we're getting healthier, but then said no updates on any of them, and we'll see. But I'm pretty confident Kenneth Horsey will play. I think Kentucky's okay. going to have at least one of their receivers. Maybe Bofa? Maybe Bofa.
3: Oh, that'd be huge.
1: So, um, they need it. That'd be big. Yeah, you yeah. really do. You
3: want to be as healthy as possible if you're going to pull the upset. I've got some serious takes on this. We'll get to them. We're going to talk a lot. Kentucky, Georgia today. Roush, your advice for if a Georgia fan barks at a UK fan in Athens? You know how their fans do the barking. Yeah. They bark. And if you're if you're unfamiliar it is exactly what it sounds. It's like, you know how UK fans will do cats chants. C-A-T-S, cats, cats, cats. Georgia fans will go up to opposing fans and act like they're dogs and bark at them. So what would you advise UK fans do when getting barked at?
0: Ooh, can I go first? Yeah, I'd say Kentucky fans come come with a box of milk bones, and anytime you get barked at, just go to your box of milk bones, pull one out, and hand it to the guy. That would be hilarious. That actually, um, if you
3: put that, like, had a little plastic bag, that'd be good. Is
1: Stephen
0: (laughs) Pete going down to Georgia? Yeah, man, Uh you get like a little plastic bag
3: of milk bones. Give out dog treats.
1: Funny, Scoots, that's content. You just did it. That's
2: (laughs) wow. Speech. (laughs) <laughs> is so good.
1: I don't know
0: where that came from, but I thought that'd be a lot of
1: Cause, fun. Because uh, you are in a weird position when you're like out of the bars and you just have like some like twenty year old barking at you. I'm like, what?
0: Well, and then they they would be they would look at you like, why are you giving me a milk bottle? Well, you want to be a dog so bad, so here's your treat. I bet they'd probably get a laugh
3: at it too. <laughs> uh, I my idea now just feels stupid compared to Scoots. <laughs> I was just gonna say like yak like a cat, and you go <laughs> meow,
2: meow, meow,
3: and you put your little paw out, or you could be like a mean cat and go. And put up both hands like you're hissing. (laughs) But I know I like the milk bone better. I I like it a lot better,
1: actually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's a great idea.
3: That's football. It's a really, really weird sport. And this, people get, I get sick of myself just kind of doing, like, the grandiose, like, I'm just so happy UK football's in a position that they're in. Get used to it, buddy, because they've been in this spot. They've played Georgia for the East before, and it doesn't seem like as long as Mark Stoops is the coach, they're going anywhere down. They're only going to continue to kind of move up. But Cats are on the national stage. And Roush, I don't think Mark Stoops has a national stage win as the UK head football coach. He's got a bunch of SEC good wins. He has beaten a lot of good SEC teams in big SEC games. But I don't know if he has a national win. Maybe you could make a case for L in 2016 because I think they were ranked ninth. And they're probably going to. Yeah, but that rivalry weekend. But was, was you know, attention. they were playing for their seventh win. It was like, like Kentucky had some something huge on the line there, but they did beat a Heisman winner in a top ten ranked team.
1: Penn State in the Citrus Bowl definitely qualifies. I don't think as many were watching Iowa because Iowa has this like weird, you know, they've got that reputation. They got a stank on them. Yeah, um, I think last year's Florida game because of the NFL draft implications. Really had a lot of eyeballs on
3: it. That could that could be one. But like a lot of those Florida wins, the Stevie Johnson Tennessee win, those are like nice SEC games. Those are good SEC Saturday wins. But he doesn't have as many national stage. Everybody's watching. There are national football, college football playoff implications based on the result of this game. He hasn't won as many. And those are the toughest ones to win, obviously. Right, right, you know, right. it's almost defeating the final boss in a video game, that's what's on the line on Saturday. And it could be the biggest win in the history of U.K. football. I think everybody yeah. needs to let that marinate we- and let it sink in and soak in. Saturday mm-hmm. is for history. Like, U.K. has a chance to have its biggest win ever. in Roush, you win Saturday. You know, this is the case every year in the SEC, but you do control your own destiny to the college football playoff. And the interesting spot for U.K. is you would control your own destiny with being able to drop a game. U.K. could have one loss, finish, go 11-1 and one this year, and they're in the college football playoffs. I don't care what anybody else says. That's a fact. Yeah. You beat Georgia. You are in the driver's seat to do something that's never been done in the history of Kentucky football. And I feel weirdly solid about the game. Like, I think if this was a neutral site game, I'd pick U.K., I know that sounds freaking crazy to say. I've got to like catch myself. It was at Kroger Field, I'd definitely be picking UK. Yeah. With it being in Athens though. Yeah. It's a tough spot and it's a big opportunity. And I cannot and, wait till seven o'clock tomorrow night.
1: And they haven't had this challenge before, right? They haven't had an opportunity to play on the road. The Vanderbilt Stadium at noon is nothing like this. Yeah. So um are you sure? procedurally are you sure? Procedurally, like how are they going to handle this raucous? Uh, atmosphere, but I don't think you can say it enough that you have the opportunity to for the biggest win in program history. Like that, that that's on the table, and I know we've said that before in this game, particularly right now because then you get the narrative of like you you the death of their dynasty. Uh, so you got the opportunity, cats, show up for the big moment. Going to be a
3: fun second hour talking about
1: it and reading the Thornton's text
3: line. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1458.
2: Over? You say over? I ain't heard no badly! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roche. we're just getting started,
3: bro. Welcome back, hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call, here on Big R- X Sports R- Radio. R- we go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday. Replay of the show, 9 to 11. And you can listen to Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call. Fun first hour. And now all we need is just the UK fans, the masses to know, to bring milk bones to throw at the Georgia dog fans, courtesy of Scoots. That's right. Way to go, buddy. Thank you. Get your text into the Thornton's text line. We'll read more of those, 5024141450. And big sports weekend. I know a lot of folks that are staying home on Saturday. Going to have the two TV set up for U L Notre Dame. And of course, the cats versus the dogs. Have some Salseritas with you. Let them join the party. Salseritas is delicious. They have wildly addictive chips. Great, juicy meats. And you can create really whatever you want. Right there, fresh. Download the app. You can have it waiting for you. If you'd rather, if you're on the go, if you're in a rush. You can also do catering on the app. So keep in mind their catering option for any parties, sports events, whatever you got. Maybe you're going out to the U of L game. Have Salsaritas cater it for you. Get that
1: order in today. One of my friends is, he's just going to tailgate, leaving the tailgate, and then going back to watch both Bofa games. And the move for him is to pick up the Salsaritas chips and hot salsa to bring the tailgate. That's That's, awesome. Like, if you show up with a bag of wildly addictive chips and fresh guacamole from Salsaritas, people are just going to hug you might even get kissed right on the lips.
3: I would, uh, well, you know, consent, but I do think that... uh, You don't uh, have to consent to smooch me. A big high five. You all heard that, by the way. You
1: have my consent
3: to
0: smooch (laughs) me. You you heard that.
3: Check out Sauceritas, two locations in Louisville. Middletown, it has a drive-thru, and St. Matthews, it does not.
0: By the way, Louisville playing on Saturday. That seems weird, right?
3: (laughs) Saturday night game, especially.
1: Oh man, it's gonna be a drunk
3: U of L crowd.
1: Very drunk. Um, they're gonna be talking a lot of trash because there is a Louisville fans. There, there's gonna be a certain segment of them that really hate Notre Dame too because Notre Dame does have a following around here. Um, Big Catholic community in Louisville, exactly. So like, there's even more animosity towards them because you know, I, how many of you know a Notre Dame football, Kentucky basketball fan? They're out there. I know they're out. I don't there. know if I know any. I do. I know a Notre Dame football UNC basketball dork. fan. Oh. You're saying he's a dork? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Both, both of them. Huge dorks. Go on. Um, so, like, there's going to be even more animosity towards it. I was shocked to see that this line has gone down. I saw the number at four and a half. I was like, I can't take Notre Dame at seven, but. Terry Sr.'s big on Notre
3: Dame and Georgia this weekend. I uh, got them all set up on DraftKings, and those are the – he wanted to just bet first half line, second half line, game line, first half line, second half line, game line on both of them. Yeah.
0: I feel like you're not it... – Wait, so he's got his own DraftKings now?
3: Oh, yeah. That's huge. Well, now that it's le- – like, now that you can do it from his phone, and I, I, nothing is ever easy signing my dad up for anything or, like, right, right. anything involving a password with my dad. You, you know, like, sometimes how you'd get that, like, Hit in your stomach when you'd go into a test knowing that you're just about to get your ass handed to you and it's like well maybe I can get lucky but you knew what was coming right and then right, like once right. the paper was handed to you and you started reading some of the questions you were like yeah I knew I'm I am totally and I'm totally hosed that's what it is like when I'm like downloading a new app for my dad or having to set something up on his phone anything involving a password because there is this off chance he may actually know it but he never does yeah, he never does. My dad's so we have the to go through way. the old rigmarole. And when I was signing him into DraftKings, I, w- I was like, "What? You know, what email do you want? Put in the email. We're getting all ready to rock and roll. Oh, that email already has a DraftKings account. I'm like, Dad, when did you sign up for <laughs> DraftKings? He's like, I'd never have. And I was like, Well, it says that you have. So I signed him into actually the Big X Sports Radio Golf Scramble email. Uh. So I get an email every time that he signs on. It's kind of cute. It'll, oh, like, it'll, yeah, be, yeah. it'll be like 1115 at night. And I'm like, oh, Pops is getting on DraftKings to, to make a bet or two. He's a, he says he, he hasn't made a bet that I haven't placed for him, but he likes to look. He likes to know. He just doesn't know if he knows how to do it. You know how to do it. Push the buttons. <laughs> that being said, I'm happy to help him out. Those
0: those first half lines and second half lines are pretty tricky to find if you don't know what you're looking for.
3: But no, I totally agree with that. I was happy to help him out. Uh, I always am. It's just... I. What should be probably like a two minute thing ends up being like 15 minutes between, like, all right, try this password. What about that password? <laughs> uh, did you put an exclamation point on that one? I'm happy to help. five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line. Yeah, Terry Sr., he thinks that Uval isn't going to have it. He's a big Uval fan, but he doesn't think that they're going to look good against Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame's going to. Win comfortably, but I can't imagine Brom gets blown out, so I think it'll be like a 10-point. That's
1: what I always worried about, the backdoor cover, um, because here's what we know about this Louisville football team to this point. They have a very explosive offense. Jack Plummer is average, but can be good when given time to throw. I don't know how quickly Notre Dame's going to apply pressure, but I do know that a lot of those explosive plays are receivers just Beating their guys one on one, they're not going to be able to do that against Notre Dame secondary. There's not Notre Dame's got one of the better ones in the country, so they're going to limit Louisville's explosive plays, and they just can't. I just don't. I just. I don't see an avenue where they're able to. I, I know they're dangerous, and they're probably going to get loose for one or two, but you got to score twenty plus points to win. And if Riley Leonard couldn't do it, is. Jack Palmer going to be able to? I don't think so. So, that's why ultimately, like, Notre Dame's probably going to win, like, 27-17. Something like that. Maybe 27-14. Maybe Oval gets one of those late touchdowns where it the score doesn't look as bad as it feels. But I just, I don't think they have the... They don't. The, they aren't efficient enough offensively against this talented Notre Dame defense. And then on the other side, like I think Notre Dame's just going to run it down their throat. I, they're,
3: they're like gonna... Audrick
1: SME had a bad game last week against Duke's good defense. They've placed a, a couple good defenses in a row. This is where they get right before a big game against USC.
3: Whoa. There's some breaking news here. Whoa. Oh, never mind. Okay. I feel... You got Duke. I thought that... I saw the UK Sports Network tweet that there's going to be this pregame party before UK-Missouri and Darius Rucker. I was like... They're bringing Darius Rucker to the tailgate. It's the no. night before.
1: Yeah, it's the yeah, yeah. And, and it's the horse, at the horse park. park. Which is have you, have you seen the stickers? They're all over the stadium. They're in every no. the bathrooms at Kroger Field, all over the place.
3: No, yeah. I, I, I have not. But uh, I mean, that's cool. I thought, but man, you had a con- you have a concert before the Missouri game. That Missouri
1: atmosphere is going to be great. Sold out. That was announced yesterday.
3: Yeah. So UK is all sold out of season tickets for the rest of the year. Pretty cool. Good news. Yeah, no, I think that uh I think U of L's defense is legitimately good, but they're gonna get bullied around by Notre Dame up front. They haven't seen anything quite like what Notre Dame's gonna bring into the trenches. And I say this lovingly because Mike is lumped into this crew, Mike Rutherford three to six on Big X Sports Radio. The extent of analysis, Roush, that I've heard <laughs> from U of L fans on why they can or will beat Notre Dame, and I shouldn't say will, I think most are like Cautiously optimistic. They know Notre Dame's the favorite for a reason, although they feel like an upset's not out of the realm of possibility. But the extent of like the X's and O's talk of why it can or will happen is that Sam Hartman had a bad game last year at U of with Wake <laughs> with, with Wake Forest
1: playing for a different team and a different, different team offense yeah. against
3: a different coach at U of L. Like <laughs> it couldn't. It, it is as meaningless as all get out that. Yeah. Sam Hartman had a horrible game. What how many picks did he throw? Four or however many. He he was
1: terrible. Six. It was six interceptions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that wow. game that game got out of hand and it also It's a lot of interceptions. It also has to be like the most like one off game ever. People
3: forget Dude. you've all rushed the field after that. If UK ever rushes the field against Wake Forest, just put me out of my misery. Yeah. Put me down. It's time to go home.
1: Yep. <laughs> Show me the way to go home. Hey, uh, what are we thinking about some other games? Let's just briefly touch on some of the other big games. Um, we're gonna oh, have our picks later, but I, no, this is all
3: about me. I want to. Uh, did I tell you that I have a wedding at the Derby Museum at five thirty? You know how big of a zoo that's gonna be.
1: Oh my god!
3: Are they racing tomorrow?
1: No, Keeneland. Oh, opening oh, yeah. day Keeneland today. Nice. Yeah. Hey, Keeneland!
3: Woohoo! I'd love for my family to do like a Sunday up at Keeneland, just with nap times. Though I don't know if we're there yet. Yeah, take all the kiddos. Let them see the horses.
1: Yeah, I don't. They
3: can sleep in the car.
1: That is the one thing that's nice, but you you need them to sleep on the way there too, so that you can push off afternoon nap till later.
3: What's my play for the wedding? Just go super early. Certainly, I'm going to have my own parking at Churchill Downs, that the Uval hooligans aren't going to take over. You do right.
1: have to make sure you come in from Taylor Boulevard. Probably so. Yeah. Come in Taylor Boulevard and go down that way. And if uh, I leave at like
3: 4.40, traffic Well, should the other
1: thing, St. James Art Fair is this weekend, oh, great. too. <laughs> I mean, it's just, just going to be a nightmare down there. Um, So, yeah, picked a great weekend to have a wedding at Churchill Downs.
3: There are a lot of people that are just like, all right, around 7.15, uh, I guess it's time to roll on out. And they're going to the game. Yeah. A lot of people are doing that.
1: Which, I, I mean, I don't blame them. Yeah. Yeah. TJ.
3: No, we're going to stay at the wedding.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Well, it, but it, it, it's going to be a great time. Uh, I hope the wedding, too, you're going to miss the end of uh, A&M-Alabama. Is Bama going to get upset, Mr. Sports Talker? Yeah. There's,
3: They're uh, not good enough to overcome that atmosphere, and I think A&M's good, even the, without their quarterback. There's some whispers that Jalen Melrose
1: Oh uh, well, We don't have to whisper about it. Oh, okay. Well, there's whispers.
3: Uh, is that even a bad thing?
1: Yeah. Is yeah. it? Yeah, because their other guys really stink. I mean, they okay. have well, like 14 points against USF. Milrow can at least like fully... create explosive plays. Like he He's not consistent, but he hits deep balls and can run around a lot. So I my only worry is just like I feel like it's too obvious that like everybody's on A&M. It's like this is the time. a and going to do it. They're, uh, the only thing holding hold me back is just, just like that's the consensus now is that Bama's Bama's toast. I, I think
3: Bama and Saban are going to be fine. I don't think this is like the end of a dynasty. or It's just they didn't have a quarterback. They got stuck with their pants down at the start of the season, and they thought that quantity was better than quality. We'll bring in enough guys. Somebody's going to have to work out, and they have not. Can Oklahoma pull off the upset in the Red River shootout rivalry? Don't call it a shootout.
1: Don't call it a shootout.
3: Five, I, you know, the best thing in Oklahoma's favor in this thing is that the spread's five. Like, what does Vegas know about the spread being five? Yeah. They think it's going to be a close game. It's a rivalry game, but this is probably one of the more lopsided rivalries of the big rivalry games. Seems like it's always a blowout in the Red River shootout. I know that there's that's not always the case, but it seems like this game's always blowout city. Texas only being a five-point favorite seems stinky. sus yeah, sus as the kids would say. Yeah, yeah. Is this I, the day Dylan Gabriel lets it all hang out? We hope not. Otherwise, I'm, I'm ABC's h- going to get in a lot of trouble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Might have a pick in this game during. Oh,
3: uh, stay tuned
1: during PT's picks of the week. Love it. Uh, I'm I'm also fascinated by uh, Missouri LSU.
3: Are we rooting for Missouri?
1: That way know. to set up like uh, a sexier game for the Cats next week. And I think Missouri might be better if they if they.
3: I don't think Missouri's all that great for what it's worth.
1: They, their offense has just been playing very well, and LSU they it can't stop a nosebleed, you know. So like LSU going to win that one. I'm
3: they right they got to outscore them. I don't want I want Kentucky if UK doesn't beat Georgia, I want UK to be number two in the SEC East from a bull pecking standpoint. So all the SEC, SEC East teams losing, I'm cool with that. So I, even though it would be better for a ranked matchup and uh, you, you could have an undefeated Kentucky, undefeated Missouri, it would be sweet to have that set up. But, now nah, just go ahead and lose to LSU. Yeah. I'm 11 a.m. kickoff there. Yikes. Fine with me. It's going to be gray skies, Missouri. I can guarantee it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Not a doubt. Not a doubt. So it uh, should be a good slate this weekend. We'll make
3: our picks a little bit later on. But let's yep. head to the Thornton Stex line let's for now.
1: Let's do it. 5-0-2. 414-1450, that's the number. You text it in. We read it on air. And stop by Thorntons. They're the best. They're the best. They're simply the best. <laughs> the better than all the rest. Yeah.
3: All righty. Uh, the first text on the Thorntons text line. Where did we leave off yesterday? I'm trying to look we read the
0: John text. We got through all the way Cat's first quarter money line. Oh, yes yeah. No?
3: Good point, Scoots. Thank you. Nick Roush saying Scoots doesn't watch much football it- his, him, is him openly discrediting his knowledge with football. Scooch, that's a low blow. If you ask me, I totally agree. Oh, it was
0: definitely a low blow. Yeah,
3: but at the end of the day, is it is it inaccurate or is it accurate? Uh, that's, that's what all this comes down.
0: to. Yet to be determined. TDB. Next texter says,
3: "Y'all should just go back to the old studio. You know what they say: What is not broke, do not fix." And I think this is a classic example.
1: And oh it, it, everything was broke so many things were broken texture we, did, if it, we had like if one it ain't light. broke don't fix it what yeah. the
3: heck is what is not broke do not fix yeah, what that, is, that's, is that's, moses <laughs> telling me
1: these rules thou shall not fix it was very broken we had no internet and one light bulb and fruit flies everywhere and a
0: terrible smell
1: oh god it was so bad yes it was very broken
3: it was pretty
0: broken
1: <laughs>
3: we just knew how the audio sounded crisp baby
0: (laughs) i do like coming in here and not feel like i'm going to a mechanic
3: i just love everything about this place a lot better except for when things aren't working but yeah the smells are so much better i don't feel like i'm dying just by breathing in the air which is always a good thing yeah yeah really The internet works well lit there's a sometimes you run into another human that you're not sure if they're supposed to be there like you know that people here are supposed to be here. When you see somebody at the studio, you'd be like, "Is that? Are you? Are we getting robbed?" So <laughs> in somebody, which case to be like, take whatever you want. <laughs> somebody Just leave the door unlocked. <laughs> yeah. Please help us out.
1: Cats have a mutiny.
3: That one lady who fell asleep on the porch. That was oh 13. my god! I I forgot, forgot about her. At least Washington State, three and a half point road dogs, despite being ranked 13th at UCLA. That's interesting. I like the other side. You like Washington State, or you like UCLA? UCLA, You think Brian Kelly lets it all hang out? All hang out. Well, we're not going to want ABC to be broadcasting that.
1: DJ and Skirts, I've been a loyal podcast listener for years. What I'm about to say is not something to take lightly, as I've given it a lot of thought. It's time to retire the We Need More Lemon pledge. Family guy rejoined. (laughs) It's not funny. I'm sure Trevor made it anyway. Just throw it in the trash thanks
3: I think we've had this text before or a similar text I I could not agree more and it's not for any other reason besides the fact it's just not good it's not good it's not a funny yeah, oh, it's it, not a funny rejoin scoots get rid of it it's out of
0: here lose it it's gone it
1: was funny when I was in high school but it turns out TJ my sense of humor has matured a little
3: bit I never I never thought that that clips family has so many funny clips and they also have so many unfunny clips that is a a, a unfunny one it's just not a good one Not like, not, but you know, Trevor watched that probably stoned out of his mind and just (laughs) like thought it was the coolest thing ever.
0: It's gone. Don't worry. All right. No more. No more lemon pledge. Supposed to bring it from home anyways.
3: Texter says we now have definitive proof that aliens are real. Corey price called in from one of their spaceships today. (laughs) I didn't go back and listen to the podcast, but I'm, did I it don't, sound the um, same? Yeah, it's
0: not
1: great. Yeah, I don't want yeah. to do that.
0: I, um, Which it came in handy yesterday, though, when I was trying to tell the engineer about what the problem was. I was able to go back and let him hear it.
3: And what did he have to say?
0: He said, I know what I did wrong. And then he proceeded to try and fix it. Oh. Did it work? Don't think so. That's, not, that's not good. Uh, I haven't talked to him since yesterday. It may have worked.
1: TJ, did you see that they've they've reached... Uh, the EPA has figured out what they're going to do with the hoarder's house that had the toxic chemicals in it. What are they doing? So they initially were just like, we just got to burn it to the ground. Um, in hilariously, the EPA spokesperson's name is Chuck Berry. He says, no, we're not going to burn it to the ground. This guy doesn't want his home demolished. So instead of demolishing his house, they're going to take apart the roof and then the walls. Then the contents of the house will be removed, quote, little by little, and then processed in a steel tank buried in the ground in the backyard.
3: Well, at least it's something easy
1: and cheap. What? How do you... The the part that I don't understand, how are you not demolishing the house if you're taking the roof and the walls off? Isn't that the house? How much... Is a house even still a house if it doesn't have a roof and walls?
0: It's got a foundation, and that's where you have to start, Roush. Yeah, that's where you got to start. Why, but why,
3: also, why do we care about this guy's opinion? And also, why can't he just tell us, like, hey, what's in there, buddy?
1: Well, there are 500 to 1,000 little bottles of unknown white powders in the house.
3: <laughs> uh, a, like Also, I don't know. I just feel like if I'm the government and, you know... We're we're strapped for cash. Who isn't in this economy? Can we just outsource it? Like everybody, I know a handyman that would probably do it for a thousand bucks. Like you give them all the right equipment, tell him like we just just we get your truck, and bring this stuff out to the truck. He'd do it.
1: Go get go get Laryl and Daryl and y- y'all take care of this. I,
3: I don't see any reason why we can't save probably tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars by just. Hiring a handyman in Shively to go get this.
1: Uh, I did not see that. That's wild. Finally the risk of fire is not zero. Somehow they're worried about chemical reactions um, during the deconstruction process. So yeah. It's just gonna be uh, it's gonna be a mess out there. It's gonna happen in the next two weeks. Oh
3: it's a mess, what a mess.
1: Take a circuit in your circuit. Residents near the property should have an evacuation plan for the worst case scenario.
3: Oh, good. That's what every neighborhood loves hearing.
2: <laughs>
3: By the way, there's like a bad house fire in my neighborhood.
1: Really? Yeah.
3: Everybody's okay, thankfully, but the house is totaled. I, it's one
1: of those things where I, I felt like, I thought house fires were over with and then This Is Us comes back and you thought guy house, got-
3: You thought house fires were over with?
1: Yeah, what was the last, I? I never heard of anybody house having a, fires all the time. Yeah, but like it's in Portland and like vacant houses where like
3: no, it's not house fires happen frequently.
1: That's what I mean. But I I was unaware of house fires until lately, and it's just like gotcha. Scott Van Pelt's house burned down. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, his that's house scary. burned down. Um, it was like a friend of a.
3: Yeah, the house in my neighborhood was just electric. Like n- nobody was at fault. There was something in the attic, same thing. we there.
1: Electric. Like there's a lot of electrical stuff. So maybe,
3: yeah, scary.
1: Yeah, Yeah, really is.
3: Well, make sure you got your all the stuff working that you need working.
1: Maybe maybe we just take a break.
3: That's a good spot for it. Yep. We'll come back more text, and then we'll do our picks of the week segment. We'll get more Georgia UK talk. Give predictions there to come. The show's flying by today. This is Kentucky Roll
2: Call, the oh. Big X Welcome to Kentucky
0: Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Take it.
3: Oh, gotta mute myself.
0: That's why I was banging.
3: One final segment. Ducky <laughs> <laughs> Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse. Till the producer, battle is won. Justin Kalen. Hopefully the battle is won in Athens. History on the line. Chance to where do you think UK UK win? Where are they ranked?
1: Oh, um, seven.
3: I was thinking six. Anything past six, seven, eight, nine, baloney. Be the best win in college football this season. Not even close.
1: Yeah, uh, it certainly would. And for it to happen, who is Kentucky's most important player in this game, Mr. Sports Soccer? Who's the guy that we need to be talking about on Monday as the guy who stepped up and delivered for the Cats? Got to be a.
3: Easy answer, though. It's got to be the quarterback, right? That's what I would say. Because I, I think that UK is going to be able to run the ball a bit. It's not going to be it's not going to 290, 280 yards like it was against Florida. But I think they're going to be able to run a bit. I think that they're going to have to be able to move the chains, throw in the ball. You've got to keep your defense rested off the field. How many Georgia games has there been where it's just like the defense probably looks over and it's put your helmets back on. You're going right back out there, three and out. You've got to give your defense some breaks. You've got to be able to connect on some throws. And most importantly, you cannot make life tougher your defense by turning the ball over. And there could be a fumble by a running back. Ray Davis could, could cough it up. It's not impossible. But if UK is going to turn the ball over, I think all of us are thinking in our head, well, that means Devin Leary threw a pick. He's got to be, he doesn't have to be great even, but he needs to be good. And he's got to at least manage the game well. Doesn't have to be electric. Doesn't need to have his coming out party. If any of those things happen, Kentucky's winning the game, folks. But he's got to be good, not great. He's got to be good. So I'd go Devin Leary, and I hate taking you know I hate taking the easy answer, the low hanging fruit. Scoots
0: you. Would you go any any anywhere different? No, I would have said Devin Leary as well. I mean he's he hasn't played great up to the point this point this season, so it feels like he's due for a breakout game. So that's why I would say him as my candidate. If he plays just a little bit better than he has played up to this point in the season, I think Kentucky's got a real shot.
1: I am actually saying that this should be one of his pass catchers. I think I think Dankey has to have his best game of the year, maybe the best game of his career. Because I don't know the health of Tavian Robinson and Barry on Brown. And the other part of it, too, Tavion's even if he's healthy, Tavion has struggled against opponents like this. Baron played outstanding, but these this Georgia secondary is going to you are going to have to make tough contested catches. That's supposed to be Dane's specialty. If he can deliver that for Kentucky, I am confident Leary will get them the ball. I think he, him, and the tight ends have to be able to make these difficult challenge uh, catches in order to give Kentucky a chance to win. Because it, I mentioned the rushing defense earlier mm-hmm. um, from Georgia. Like, Kentucky will be able to run the ball some, but you have to throw to beat them. You just do. You need to create explosive plays. Anytime
3: you run in to beat a good team, you're going to probably have to complete some passes. That's a no doy comment to a certain degree, but this is important to be able to move some chains. Right, right. Like, and UK's not always going to be ahead of the chains in this game like they were against Florida.
1: Oh, no, no. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're going to be eating some no gains in the hopes that you get some explosive runs. But with that passing game, a lot of it's going to come down to, I mean, think about those long sustained drives, DJ. Um, you had last year where they got down, well, Levis got them down to like the two yard line and then tried to fit in a tight window and got picked off. Uh, that was a 13 play drive. A couple years ago, it was a 16 play drive where how many times on third down did Wandale just catch it like right past the sticks and they moved the chains? Like, it is. Yeah. It is like pulling teeth sometimes, so you have to be able to have guys who are making difficult catches. Will the Kentucky receiver step up? Is Devin Leary going to be accurate? That that's it. It sounds like the simplest thing, but like that's really I think what this game comes down to me, because I'm I'm just I'm very confident that Kentucky's defense is going to be a problem for Georgia, who's injured in the backfield. They're banged up. Um, Dejan Edwards is good, but uh, not. Nick Chubb, you know, like he's not DeAndre Swift. He's not those those classic dominant Georgia backs. Brock Bowers is great. They're going to find creative ways to give him the ball. But, but I mean, he is a tight end. Like He's just a tight end. He's not a running back. He's not one of these game-breaking wide receivers. He's, he does have his physical limitations.
3: I, I remember having a similar sentiment when UK played at Florida with Kyle Pitts. It was like, it's a tight end. Just go cover him. It was just like. And then he ran time.
1: past Bossman Fat. Oh my god! Yeah,
3: yeah. That was a that was a rare, just like didn't show up day for UK football in the Mark Stoops era. It will happen like sporadically, but that was Fandy game last year. But like that was a oh come on. Florida was better than Kentucky that year, but that did not need to be yeah, the, a and, blowout in that fashion. I think actually, right before half, it was kind of close, and then something well, happened.
1: They gave up a punt return to Tony, and he got, he yeah because because uh, yeah. Upshaw Upshaw scored a touchdown in the first half, and it was I think like a seven ten game, and then Kentucky had a chance to be like oh maybe they can drive and go score instead three and out punt and then punt return touchdown, and then the floodgates opened yeah. up. Um, but and that's another thing too. You. How will this team respond to some real adversity? Um, we haven't seen, like, will, because Florida, Georgia's very similar, and I think what, if you're if you're one of those Georgia bettors, you're just betting on Georgia having, a, like, that one or two big plays, and then, like, it just gets away from UK. Right? Like, the, the game just slips yeah. away. You can't have that punt return touchdown right before half, sort of, moment.
3: Otherwise, you could lose all hope. You could Lose the sideline, you get the crowd just going absolutely bonkers. That's another thing. Hope the offensive line is ready to not be able to hear. First true road game. I mean, I know the Vandy game, but that does not count. We all know that. So I hope they're ready to go too. You don't want penalties to shoot yourself in the foot more. You don't want this to be any tougher than it than it already.
1: It has to be. Yeah. Right. Right.
3: Let's get back to the Thornton text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Scrolling on up here.
1: I'm at the text that says, uh, we now, oh, nope, nope. Uh, glad KRC finally, sh- oh, wait. Did he- no, that's another one. Oh, yeah. okay. They just had the same idea. Glad we showed the proof that aliens are real by having Corey calling from a spaceship. Really sweated out my Bronco survivor pick in the KRC league, but it's smooth sailing. Roush, tell me if I'm wrong, but I just felt different. After the first game, I've never experienced a sheer domination of a Florida team in my lifetime. After that changed my entire view of the season. We got more than a chance on Saturday. And, and that that logo does something for people. It does. Even if Florida is uh, only a six and six, seven and five team, it, it gives you confidence you didn't know you had it in this this football team.
3: And the and the players will feel that way as well. Hey, if yeah. we can just go pummel Florida
1: while not playing our A game. Why can't we go
3: beat Georgia? Why so, can't we go make it some history?
1: What what grade does kentucky have to play to beat georgia like, can they play a b-plus game and beat georgia, this yeah. georgia team, i think so as long as the I mean, dogs again, turn it like, over when, a bunch. You do,
3: when you do the grade stuff some of that you can look bad but you know maybe you take back two kickoffs for a touchdown like weird things can happen that can kind of skew the grades of how you actually played but yeah b-plus game i think can win it it's not they don't have to be a plus they don't have to be a. They don't have to be a minus. Maybe against some of the other Georgia teams, potentially. But I think a B plus game is is you you do that. If Kentucky plays a B plus game, I, I guarantee you they're going to be in it. And and maybe you win it. Maybe you don't. Again, some weird things can happen in football.
1: Yeah the 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 part of this to when it comes to the turnover margin that can totally skew it. If Kentucky creates. Havoc like they have that they're third or fourth in the league in sacks, they're third in turnovers created. Like, if, they're, if their defense is creating havoc and giving you short fields, you, you don't got to apologize for that. Turn that into points. Another thing is, do you finish off drives
3: with touchdowns or field goals? See, that, and that can change so much to how I'm you worried, view a game, so. and you're, it's a difference of four points. Obviously,
1: that's their 13th in SEC in the red zone.
3: Yeah, well, they're saving their best for this game against Georgia on the road. John here, good morning, and, and uh, you know, also, uh, field goal's been pretty good for the most part. You had the PAT blocked against Florida, but uh, I'm, I'm a little worried about, you know, there may be a miss. What does that do for kind of the psyche, the morale of the team? But we'll see. It's going to be crazy. You just got to get out there and play and, and hopefully not get in your head too much. John here, good morning. TJF, my friends. Florida still sucks. BBN has the best fans ever. Hey, have the football cast shocking the world and winning by 10 big ones. Davis will get over 100 yards and one touchdown, but the MVP will be Mister Leary with 280 yards passing and two touchdowns. So suck it to the six flea-bitten dogs. Welp, got to go. Have a great weekend. Cat you later. Uh, that'd be great. Cat you later. Those, That's pretty good. Those things happen. I think UK wins, but I was not expecting Devin Leary to throw for 200 or 280 yards.
1: But I wish it'd be sweet. Be pretty sweet, gentlemen as we bestow ourselves to the land they called Cathans, may we remember the hard-fought battles of the years that got us to this point. All of those two and ten years, the five and seven blunders, You're not doing this did time. not die in vain. <laughs> Alas! Way too long of a tax. They are mere stepping stones for King Stoops introduce us to the holy land of new era college football success, where we never take it for granted and gather in great numbers to fight for our right to not be just labeled a basketball school. Far too long stray wildcats outside of this great commonwealth have sat in agony after a colossal defeat. For too long the pricks from Rocky Talk and the Swamp People have demeaned our program. No longer will Kentucky football sit in the shadows of the SEC. It's time to get up and conquer Cottons, once and for all.
3: That was from South Georgia Wildcat. I'm so sorry, everybody.
1: You know like that? I thought I thought everybody was getting ready to go to war. <laughs> It Ma- makes me, scoots, me really. You can't see scoots, but he had to mess
3: with your volume. You're so loud. Really <laughs> makes me want
1: to be like a, a general or something. Oh, I a political thought you, leader. You, like, what, what's the, uh, the? Winston Churchill.
3: What's the place?
1: The dueling dinner place. Oh, um, uh, Knights of the Round. Knights. Knights Tale. No knights. Yeah, I know what you're talking about? You yeah. would be great there. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, host, me up.
3: That you'd be great. You'd, that was that was what I was thinking of yeah. there. Thanks for the text, South Georgia Wildcat. <laughs> Either you loved that or you hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Sur- Surprise! Rick remembered his way around Kentucky. He said he didn't even remember how to get around New York when they asked him about the St. John's job. Old hyperbolic Rick is the best. I don't even know how to get there. Well, I could also understand like not you know remembering everything in New York, pretty big city.
1: Yeah, but that was that was big place. Uh, people forget that he said he didn't know how to get to St. John's. I don't even know how to get there, and it was n- not far away from where he was coaching.
3: Texter really. says, "TJ, how many U.S. dollars are you betting on the under?" A lot. Yeah. Pro- probably my biggest mobile bet since sports gambling has been legal in Kentucky. Wow,
0: a little personal there, Texter.
3: Yeah, it, it's it's uh, four dollars. I feel good. Gu- I feel good about it, but yeah, it's a it's it's a hefty, it's a hefty bet.
1: Oh, well, South Georgia Wildcat, he appreciated it. Good. Yeah, he good. appreciated it. You're good. Welcome. Keep a rolled up newspaper and boop the Georgia fans on the nose. Yeah. I mean, this is us I, I just treating them like dog. It's It's, it's going to be a video. So yeah, really funny. Thank you. Thank you.
3: Uh, another texture says who has the biggest game on Saturday? Well, I guess that's kind of a different question than who needs to show up, but, uh, Dion Walker is going to wreck havoc.
1: Yeah. He's very good. Mm-hmm. Very good at the game of football. Um, Somebody's going to make one. Like the, this defense is is going to make a, a big play. I
3: I agree. There's going to be a tip pass. There's going to be something. something. Yeah, but I don't know what it is. I don't think we've talked strip enough sack? about... We haven't had a strip sack yet. I don't think we've talked enough about George's quarterback just kind of looking a little lost at times.
1: Doesn't he not look like a quarterback? I agree. You see him and you're like, wait, you're not a...
3: Looks like he'd like be a reality show contestant on Survivor or something. Not yeah. a quarterback. Or Big I, Brother. Yeah. yeah. A texter says... Can't be any worse than Scoots Dad. Don't forget to mention the part where he grabs that read the reading glasses.
0: Yeah. That that is my dad. He anytime he breaks out his phone, he's got to pull out his glasses. That's my mom. Puts them low on his nose. Did
1: you have you all seen the commercials with like they bring back all the old guys to play? It's like Dan yeah. Marino. Yeah. He puts his reading glasses on <laughs> so he can read the wristband. I thought that was that was good. A lot of fun. Yeah.
3: Texter says when I, uh, TJ, did you at least give your dad the same password for all his betting apps, right? Man, I downloaded five more to give me six total. It's eye-opening how fast DraftKings and FanDuel respond. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. Weird how if you... Uh, how do they know? you want to spend your money, they'll let you spend it.
3: When I drove to the old studio to pick up a jersey, I thought for sure I was being set up to be robbed. Happy y'all got moved. I, I, I've lived with the audio issues. You have a lot of typos in that tax. Hopefully you weren't getting robbed when you sent it. <laughs> I worry about KRC crews moved to the new studios and analogy for UK versus Georgia. First impression in the new studio. Things look good. Much like UK's feeling coming off a convincing win against Florida. Some audio issues arose second and third day, like the injury report on Brown and Robinson. Well, that was on the first day for what it's worth. I think people just weren't paying attention to it. We get later in the week, TJ goes down and we completely lose a podcast Then the national narrative about the game flips from U.K. to Georgia, running away with this. Now the stream is down, and it's all system failure at the studio with Corey's audio. Does that mean all system failures for U.K. on Saturday? That's for Mook. Your timeline's a little off there, Mook, and you (laughs) took a few liberties. Overall, your sentiments well-received. I certainly hope not.
1: Yeah, you better be wrong. You better.
3: There's only one man who can thrive in a toxic house like you all, like that, you have to send in the big dog Trevor. (laughs) Trevor just go right up to their stove and be like, oh, no mail in here? Where's the asbestos? Oh, Trevor's built for that, and he'd do it for cheap. Oh, man. It's whoever has to cover Brock Bowers that has the most important assignment. And let's not get every field goal blocked this year. Oh, yeah, people forget
1: about that. People do forget about that. But, you know, Luckett made that point, because I was like, would you rather have, like, let's just, would you rather have Trevor Wallace guarding Brock Bowers or getting after the quarterback? He's like, the thing is, is, you know, UK plays a lot of zone. They don't man up a ton. They're going to line him up in different places. It's going to take everybody to cover Brock Bowers. So, yeah. I, I don't know who's going to be tasked to guard him the most. I would – I what I don't want to see is him, D-Jack, like chasing him down the field. Like, remember when Cash had that moment against oh. – was it Florida? Mm-hmm. I think it was Florida. Yeah. Whoop! <laughs> yeah. I don't want Brock Bowers doing that to our, our boy DJ.
0: Surely Brock Bowers is the type of player that has to be double teamed,
1: right?
3: You're, or, you're not going to always be able to do that. And you, won't,
2: you
0: can't
3: go man-to-man against that guy. Well, in certain situations maybe, but DK yeah, doesn't. You, know, like you,
1: you take a risk. You say, do we feel confident if we can get to the quarterback before you can throw it?
3: And I just feel better. Like Sometimes when you take those risks, it's like, all right, well, if the quarterback makes a great throw, the tight end or the wide receiver makes a great catch, You just kind of shrug and say, that's a football play. I feel more confident. I I, I don't think Georgia should feel as confident about their quarterback being able to make a great throw. I don't know if he can make great throws. And I would challenge him to do such. So sometimes when you get those man-on-man situations, the quarterback really needs to kind of put it in a spot to at least make the wide receiver or the pass catcher make a play. We'll see if he can even do that. I'm I'm excited about UK's defensive. I, I yes. just worry about what UK offensively should be able to do.
1: Team yeah. total is 31 and a half.
3: That's just way too that's, high.
1: That's way too high. Yeah,
3: yeah. But I, I like the under overall. We'll get to our picks here shortly. Another texture on the Thorin text line says, "Good morning, TJ. It's been a long time since I've listened. I've got a different position at my job. Well, there's always the podcast, buddy. Mm-hmm. Miss hearing your voice. Thank you. I miss hearing your listenership." Wow, that sounds creepy. Suck it for Life Roush. I don't think we'll win Saturday. Not trying to be negative, but Stoops teams don't handle prosperity well until I see that. Unfortunately, I think it's a 31-17 type game. Georgia. Anyways, I hope you have a great day, TJ. Suck it, Dirty Birds, and suck it for Life Roush. Oh wow. <laughs> you didn't miss that texture, huh?
1: No, no. Also, um, I don't think I don't think you're being negative by predicting the number one team in the country to win.
3: This, this next text to end the show can Roush give us that general voice and explain some more how he didn't think house fires happened anymore <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you see what's <laughs> the problem a fire in our home All oh, right.
3: let's get to our picks of the week segment alright
1: um, yeah it doesn't take much you want me, me to act like I'm a voice actor
3: oh boy <laughs> Good clean family fun. We got an update on the scores, folks. We have a tie at the top. Oh, For tippy top! We've got a tie. Scoots and I are both eight and seven on the year, which I started really slow. So it's still not a record that I'm proud of. We'll get that better, I promise. I'm proud. Uh, but I I started slowly. Scoots started very hot. Now he's starting to kind of go the other way. We both have ten points. We're both eight and seven. So, Scoots, you'll still go first because you're still technically the leader because you were the leader last week. Roush is bringing up the rear. Yep. Six, eight, and one. He's got seven points, but you're only three points off. So, theoretically, after this week, Roush could be the leader in the clubhouse. It's anybody's race. We still have so much football left to be played, but it's been very intriguing. Scoots, get us going, and do we have any music, or that's probably impossible. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm, that, that is, sounds like it'd be bad. I'm going to forgo the music I'll just today. play some in the background. There you
0: go. <laughs> I'm going to start things off with one of my rivals. I don't think they're a very good football team this year, and I was get, or only given two and a half. Iowa wins by at least three against Purdue. Give me the Hawkeyes.
1: Love and that bet. I love that bet, too. So much,
0: I, and but I hate how much I love it. The
3: fact that everybody loves it yeah, makes me think, like, and I was at down a quarterback. Cade McNamara is out for the year. Have you seen
1: their new quarterback, though? No. Is it uh, Deuce Hogan? No.
3: No chance they'd even let him back.
1: 260-pounder Deacon Hill. They're calling him Bacon Hill in Iowa. (laughs) He's a Polynesian hammer. More on that game later. Give me... Produced. I've been been convinced. Give me
3: UCLA 3.5 versus Washington State. Roush convinced me. Brian Kelly's got something special.
1: They're going to blow out Washington State, who's fraudulent. I mean, just... Well you look at the that beautiful quarterback with his belly just protruding That's from the He's scoring energy. a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's he, definitely scoring a touchdown. If, if if nothing if all else fails, Brian Ferentz, just do the tush push down the field. Like and just dare them to to stop this guy.
3: You remember my idea back when you'd like put a center under center to get one tough yard? Right. This yeah. guy is the center under center. Exactly.
1: It works out perfectly. Um I've I've placed both of those wagers for this weekend. Um but I'll I'll yeah, I'll I'll stay away just to make things spicy because I want to play catch up too. Even though I really do like the UCLA. Long
3: Hey, long season by the way.
1: Uh, you got a lot of time. Cal Golden Bears, plus nine and a half. Wilcox is eleven and four at home as a dog um, against the spread. And this is a little Pac twelve after dark. Who are they playing? Uh, Oregon State. Who DJU kind of coming back down to earth a little bit. So give me the Cal Golden Bears.
3: Oregon State kind of made me look dumb when I picked Utah last week, so I'm staying away from the Beavs. It was never really a a problem in college.
0: Scoots, what's your second pick? I'm going to go with a strategy that worked for me last week. I was looking at the over-unders. This over is just entirely too high, which means they can't make it high enough. Give me over 68.5 in South Florida UAB. They're going to air it out, let it fly around around the field.
3: Over 68 and a half in South Florida UAB Absolutely Have you watched a lot of South Florida UAB I have year? not,
0: but anytime I see a spread Or a over under that high That literally tells me Vegas can't go high enough So I'll bet the over every time
2: Can we get much higher?
0: <laughs> what did Big Al the Shark pick in the NFL this week?
2: Big Al the Shark
0: What big al the fish? Oh Oh, yeah, fish and shark. Um, Such a crazy big al the fish. Make your make your picks, and I'll go grab my paper and let you know. Uh, Okay, Uh, my
3: second pick. I've talked about it a ton. You may be shocked to learn that it's not my lock of the week, but it's still a lock of the week, folks. Under in the UK Georgia game. Boom. These teams aren't combining for over forty eight points. It's just it ain't happening. Too good of defenses on both ends. The
1: number keeps going up too. Oddly. Wait, like it, w- it was 47 last I looked. And you said it's 48 now?
3: Well, it's actually 47 and a half. It's gone down.
1: Uh, I uh, I okay. bet
3: it at 48, maybe 48 and a half. It's now 47 and a okay. half. So I got to play fair. 47 and a half under I I would take that number honestly down to like 39. It's going to be like a 21 to 10 game.
1: Um I'm I've got a couple totals that I like this week, TJ. But I'm a little worried about the over in the Red River. So instead, I'm going to give you the over in Ohio State-Maryland. The game's gone over every time they've played since Maryland joined the Big Ten. And I think I think Maryland's actually pretty good. And if they weren't in the East, they would win maybe nine games this year. Ooh. So I think, I think they're going to keep it close. That 20 is awfully tempting, too. But I just, you know, when in doubt, take the points. What's the number?
3: You gotta say Uh, you gotta actually say the bet. Over fifty over fifty seven. In the teams.
1: Maryland, Ohio State over fifty-seven.
3: Dude, that does seem a little
1: low. Right, yeah. Very yeah. Yeah. This game that game would be played in the thirties.
0: Lock of the week time. That uh that Maryland plus twenty, by the way, Rouse, was just missed the cut for me. I really Uh, like that bet. I think they cover that with ease, but that is not gonna be one of my picks. I'm going to go with TJ. I think you should have made it your lock because it feels like the lock of the century, but give me under 47.5 for the Cats in Georgia. Copy, Cat. No, it's a good bet. It's a good bet.
3: It's a
1: good bet. Copy, me. All right,
3: so if if I didn't make that one my lock of the week, you know it probably means I really, really love my lock of the week. And it's another over-under, and I usually get burnt on over-unders, but this one is under 39, Iowa and Purdue. Who's scoring in that game? (laughs) Who is scoring in that game?
1: Nobody. Uh, I said that last week, and they got two special teams touchdowns. It's
3: 39. There's no no way. They could play six games, and they're not hitting that total. It's the lock of the week. Take it to the bank. Under 39. That's such a low number. It's a comically low number. Take it, though. Not low enough. Similar to how Scooch couldn't get high enough the other day. Now we can't get low enough. Until you listen to Trevor Kelsey at 3 o'clock today. Roush, your lock of the week.
1: Lock it up. Heading down to the SEC, Ole Miss just had a huge win at home. Mm. Huge win at home. Everybody, I mean, they rushed the field. It was the signature moment of Lane Kiffin's tenure. Now they've got an Arkansas team coming to town. Their backs are kind of up against the ropes. A couple emotional wins. 11.5-point favorites for Ole Miss? Come on. KJ Jefferson, Rocket Sanders, they're going to be able to run the ball. They had some bad turnovers last week, but they still... The margin of defeat against AM, I think AM's best team in the SEC West was less than this. So oh, Arkansas plus 11.5, way, way too many points for a potential letdown spot for Ole Miss.
3: All right. There are your locks of the week, your picks of the week. One more time for the locks. Scoot's taking the under 47.5 in UK and Georgia. So he's getting two points on that one. Arkansas Ole Miss, 11.5 is Roush's lock of the week. And then mine, under 39 in Iowa versus Purdue. They ain't going to be scoring a lot of points in that one. How did the final countdown music sound, Scoots?
0: Uh, It sounded a little wonky. I didn't like it. Why did it sound a little wonky? Just the way it was coming through on your mic. It was only coming through when you were talking. So just hmm. sound, sounded
3: a little weird. Why would it only come through when I'm talking? That was that's a great
0: question. I have no idea. I don't. I don't guess. Maybe the computer volume is close enough to the mic. Mm. By hmm. the way, Big Al the Fish and Tony this week. They've got Jacksonville plus five and a half against the Bills. Love that. Carolina plus nine and a half against the Lions. Yeah, they went. Win- exactly. Pittsburgh, plus three and a half against Baltimore. Love that. Dallas, plus four and a half against the 49ers. Love that. And they went with Las Vegas getting two against Green Bay.
3: Suck it, Big Al the Shark. <laughs> not like, I, those three that I like, I really do like. I'm actually, I've already made bets on those games in the NFL, as a matter of fact. But I don't have the a great NFL record.
1: Reminder, if you're going to Georgia, they do not have... Sports gambling, so you will have to make your oh. picks before you go. Oh, good. The
3: stadium, either, do they?
1: I believe yeah. that's correct. Yeah, yeah, I Losers. The Could hold you out. even
3: imagine, scoots? Could you even imagine uh, going I mean, to a football game, not being able to have an ice cold beverage? Couldn't that's, be me, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's make our picks. UK Jordan. Well, let's do U Notre Dame. I'm gonna take Notre Dame 27 to 18.
1: I like that number.
3: I think it's like close, but you uh, Notre Dame wins somewhat comfortably.
1: Man, 27,20 isn't even good enough for the backdoor cover. So I'll say 27,21. we'll gets two touchdowns late.:
0: Okay. I think it's going to be higher scoring than you are. I'm, I'm going to go 34, I don't know, 28, 34, Wolverine. 28.
1: Notre Dame win. I just I don't
3: know. I think both of them have pretty solid defense.: They're going to hit
0: the spread right on.:
3: We shall see. all right, cats. Georgia, scoots.
0: Oh, with the under, with me betting on the under here, I do like a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be a little higher scoring than last year, however. But I do think Georgia gets it done. I'm going to say 24 to 14. Okay, 24-14 from Scoots. Roush,
3: you want me to go?
1: Sure, uh, I'll I'll go. go. Okay. Ultimately, I, I I think Kentucky's going to have opportunities to win this game. I think they're going to start fast, probably play from ahead. But I don't. I, I just the way they've made self-inflicted mistakes. I don't think you have to be perfect, but I think you have to take advantage of every opportunity. And I'm I'm worried that this offense will not be able to score touchdowns, leave points on the board. Um, so I'm I'm ultimately taking Georgia twenty, Kentucky thirteen.
3: Yeah, I I think something weird is going to be the storyline from this game. I think UK special teams just kind of poops the bed. They have in the past. It's maybe an easy well to go to. So, I think because of that, Georgia holds on for a 21 13 win where we feel okay on Monday, although we'll also feel like if you just played a little bit better, you could have yep. gotten kick, a historic d- didn't win. Kick three field but goals. we hope to be wrong. We'll find out. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Go Cats. Be safe. Have a good Go. weekend. TJ Walker, Nick Rush, Justin Kelly. It's a party. It's a party. It's a party.